folks. Happy hungover Sunday. Welcome back at a brand new episode of DDZ. I'm Degenerate L, joined by Ty B, show sponsor, Kutch Custom Painting. Kutch Custom Painting is a locally owned company specializing in interior, exterior, and residential commercial painting and staining. Give Dennis Kutch a call, 716-254-8233 for a free, a free estimate. He's done great work here at Studio D, even took some popcorn ceiling off my ceilings. Great guy. Give the guy a shout. But let's get into the Sunday slate, Ty B. Mm-hmm. How was your, first off, though, how was your Saturday? It was, uh, it was another Saturday where I was, you know, sitting at basically 500. Wasn't able to get Tis the Law out there in front on that trifecta, so it kind of screwed me, you know, all, on all my horse bets. That hurt, but, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy there. But Isles winning, huge win for our boy Dewey Crocs. And then the Blue Jays blowing a ninth, ninth inning lead was tough, 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 tough. Oh, yeah, I was shocked, honestly, with Tis the Law. Um, I thought that was a no-doubt lock. Good thing I didn't lay anything on that, honestly. If the creek did, I might have. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was a big day with the Islanders. Um, I put out four parlays yesterday. Unfortunately, two of them got wiped out because of the Celtics, um, which was, you know, not the best performance. I mean, their three-point shooting was just atrocious. Um, but it was one of those things where it was, it was just – I was actually at my grandparents' house, and, he, and my grandpa never talks about betting or, like, sports picks or anything like that. And he's like, Alexander – take the Celtics today. I'm like, I just, you know what I mean? I had to do it. Obviously that's unfortunate. It didn't work out, but yeah, the Islanders have those, had those in all parlays. I actually teased Memphis down to minus 12. They won by 13, which is huge. So hit that. I did Islanders on the three-way and then to finish out that parlay is um, Vegas Knights have to win in regulation to the three-way with them. So Tabby, what do I, do I hedge there? I mean, do I take the stars or do I let it ride there? I mean, what in regulation? Let's see what it is. Regulation for. I got it. That would be two thirty-five. So. See, I mean, not, I, that's not a bad hedge on something like that, where you're you don't have to wager that much to at least get your money back. That's what I'm saying, and but yeah, God forbid it goes to OT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, two two going to OT, lose both. But that's where I'm at going into this Sunday, needing a big Vegas win. They're going off at 8 o'clock tonight. I'm not sure if you have a lean there, Tybee, but it's, it was a pretty shocking Western Conference playoff so far, in my opinion, to have the Stars do what they did to knock off the Avalanche and then see the Knights struggle with Vancouver. So it's a big, yeah. big finals coming up here. Yeah, I think Vegas sort of just ran into a hot goalie at the, at the wrong time. Thatcher Demko was playing out of his mind. It, it was like almost 100 straight shots he saved. Yep. Vegas was all over them, just peppering him with shots, and he really stood up to the task. He's a guy who's going to be a name to watch. Now Jacob Markstrom could be a guy who's you know, to be had as a goalie somewhere else, maybe in Buffalo, who knows. But <laughs> I think I'm going to lean uh, – I'm going to take Vegas in this, maybe – thinking about the puck line. Um, I just think the style that they've been playing, if that translates and continues against the stars and they're just, you know, all over them the entire time, then Dallas is not going to be able to keep up with it after such a tough series against the avalanche where you saw at times the avalanche put on an avalanche of goals. That's what we might see from Vegas. I think tonight. Yeah. And in this game over under six, I think you've had two Vegas games 
go uh, back-to-back with the under. I do lean over here. I think they're ready for some goals. Obviously, you've seen that, that, or that Dallas Avalanche series was a bunch of overs. Mm-hmm. So I, you got to think the same thing's happening in this series. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. I think both these teams have solid defensive you know, core units, but <laughs> the style they've been playing, it's just been so open and their defensemen yep. have been jumping in the play. Guys are getting back and you're getting hit on some of these counterattacks and stuff like that back on transition. So if they're going to play wide open like that and, you know, pray for your goalies to just be supreme, basically, um, then we're going to see lots of goals, I think. Yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be an exciting series. But let's kick it over into the NBA. Shout out to Meerkat. I mean, for him predicting this and calling the Bucks a fraud, before the series started, I was a little like, uh, you know what? I mean, I thought the Heat would compete, but to be up 3-0 and going for the sweep here on Sunday at 3.40 p.m. today, you have the Heat minus two uh, on the money line. They're minus 130 with an over-under of 219. Tybee, what do you got in that one? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from picking a winner in that one because it's just been weird. I don't know. Can Giannis finally take over? Can he prove – He's got some a little bit more in the tank. Like, I don't know about that because the Heat have been playing just amazing basketball. They look like a legitimate team right now. And I think I'm going to go with the over in this game. It's sitting at 219. If you look at it, it's gone under, over, under. So I'm looking for it to bounce back to the over. Plus at 219, I think it would have been two of the three games over. So I, I like that there. I think you know, if the Bucks are really still trying to play and not fully out of this, they're going to be trying to put up points, not necessarily just trying to play great defense the entire time. So hopefully, hopefully we get lots of buckets in that game. Yeah. And then I think what's, what do we got for the, um, the night matchup, 8.40 PM Rockets, Lakers, Rockets took game one. Uh, and the spread for this one has stayed the same. You got Rockets plus six with an over-under of 223.5. Have any lean there? Yeah, I think I'm going with the Lakers minus six in this one. Dropped the first game of that series. I just trust LeBron to bounce back after, you know, a somewhat, you know, deflating game for them. They just couldn't get it done. The Rockets were just crushing shots. P.J. Tucker looked phenomenal on defense. I think – I think they're going to figure it out here and bounce back. I'd like them there at that six number. I don't like it any – I don't like it much higher than six or seven. Um, if it goes up any higher, I might stay away. But at six, I really like it there. Awesome. I'm going to be staying away from that one. But let's kick it over to Major League Baseball. Ty B, do you want to break the devastating news for the Buffalo Blue Jays? Yeah, so it looks like Teoscar Hernandez is going to miss extended time – they're saying serious time. Um, an MRI scheduled for later today. He has an undisclosed injury. I didn't get to watch the whole game yesterday, so I don't I didn't notice anything. I saw parts of it, and then I was at Casey, so I didn't get to see the end of it. They had the Yankees game on. I got to watch them lose, which was fun. But uh, this is some not, not great news. Tay Oscar, obviously up there, tied for the AL lead in home runs, I believe, or second in home runs. I think Trout might have. Uh, went up to first last night, but yeah, 
my pick today, sorry, producer Burrs, I'm going with the Nationals. They're slight underdogs, plus 110. You got Patrick Corbin on the bump going up against Josh Tomlin. Patrick Corbin's been okay this year, just decent. But last season, he pitched very well against the Braves. And Freddie Freeman only has a career 227 average against him. And Acuna's is even lower at 200. So their big guns have struggled against him. I think if Corbin pitches well, then you'll be fine. Tomlin doesn't really pitch too much. And he's given up seven earned runs and seven. 0.1 innings across his last two starts. Like he, he's not getting deep into these games. I think if the Nationals with Soto back can get some power out of that bat, I think you can get a nice solid win there and a solid little underdog right there. And the Braves last night were a massively heavy favorite, mm-hmm. um, and they, that that was that was my other parlay that lost. I think they were like minus two sixty or something last night. Ended up losing to the Nationals ten four. Um, but, yeah, just devastating news, like you said, about Teoscar with the Blue Jays there. But hopefully, is Bo coming back soon? Hopefully very soon because then you can bounce either Biggio or Villar into the outfield at times. I think it'll be Biggio first going up out to the outfield, which, thank God we got Villar <laughs> or else we would kind of be in a precarious situation. Um, it looks like Derek Fisher will probably find himself in the lineup a little bit more. I don't love that. Mm. Um I wish, you know, this news would have came a little sooner so they could have tried to get some sort of addition into the outfield. Would have loved if they were in play for a guy like Starling Marte or something like that. That would have been a nice move, but it's not going to happen. And hopefully Bo will be back very soon. I think he's been practicing a little bit more with the team now. So hopefully he'll be on the field within the next week because huge series coming up against the Yankees and then the Mets. Yeah, I'm very excited to get back to – Seneca one tower Labor Day edition tomorrow with the Yankees coming to town. I'm not sure who's on the bump for the Yankees. But I know I believe it's Ryu throwing for uh, the Jays. Um, but looking at that slate today, just with this Teoscar news, um, you know, you got the over under set at 11 in Boston, the team total for the blue Jays five and a half. Give me the blue Jays under five and a half runs with that crushing news this morning. Oof. Oof. Yeah, and, just put and, and, a dagger in my heart, Al. You're gonna make me cry get before we get off this podcast. What the? No, heck? I hope they get the dub though today. They're I think they're minus 150 on the money line, yeah. but I do I do like that play under five and a half for the Jays and under 11 in the game. Um, you got anything else that'd be in the ML, in the MLB slate? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay away from everything else. I was looking at that Blue Jays game, but with the news and everything, I I don't know about it. Kind of, kind of leaning the under eleven though. Um, was kind of leaning that before that. The under has been ten and four in the last fourteen between the two teams. So, yeah. if you're looking at the trends, it looks like it'll be an under, especially when you have a high number like that. But it could be one of those traps where it's a high number and you're like, oh, it's definitely the under, and then one of the teams puts up like twelve. So, who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, exciting day. You know, you started the Western Conference Finals, NBA. It would be nuts if the Bucs got swept. I mean, they were a heavy favorite all season, so excited to see that game and Meerkat's pick. Um, but, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, show sponsor, Hutch, custom painting. I mean, he will do anything at your home. Give him a call. And, yeah, go get that free money. Get to the creek. We are one week away from NFL season, and we will have some special future shows for you 
breaking down division by division, both conferences. So uh, should be exciting. Any last words, Tybee? No, I just can't wait to get after that futures money. Got a lot of stuff in store for that. I know Meerkat's been doing his research as well. Yeah. So we're going to be coming with a lot of stuff, some team totals, uh, some futures on division winners, and even, you know, some player futures. So there's, there's a lot there's a lot out there to make some money on. Yeah, and I mean, Tybee, that college football slate yesterday was nuts. <laughs> some of the spreads, I mean, some of the scores were like 50 to nothing. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the NFL and as, yeah. as college football continues to grow. These teams have no prep. They don't know what the teams are doing in their practices. There's really no official training. Yeah, camp. and plus, plus most of these games that were like that were kind of weird matchups. Middle Tennessee State took on Army, you know, like maybe three weeks ago. They added that to their schedule. It happened during August at some point. <laughs> so you have that limited time to prepare for the triple option. Like, that's very tough, you know, to go into right away. But, yeah, I, I was very excited to see some of these underdogs getting wins or at least keeping these games a lot closer than they were supposed to. Um, and you saw Memphis end up just barely getting over them like when you had them. But I, it's, it was a lot of fun. You know, I had the under in that game, and it ended up coming in, but there was a point where Arkansas State was going down. If they would have scored – and then if Memphis would have just scored on some crazy fluke stuff, it was over. It was going to the over. So I was, I was, it wasn't a real, it wasn't a full sweat, but just getting that first little like drip of sweat on your forehead from football. Like I feel alive again. Yeah. I mean, that spread was what middle Tennessee state plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, I had some, you know, people who thought that was a great sharp play and they ended up getting, just getting stomped. So like I said, we'll be back all week. Very special shows. Go get that free money. Get to the creek. Good night now.